Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness, the show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, everybody. We're back for another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Kim and I are both here with another guest we're excited about. And we're going to talk about the subject of fear and anger and how fear is covered up by anger. So I'm going to start off with asking Kim a question. What makes you angry? <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I really get excited about this topic. And you know, is anger a healthy emotion? And what's why are people getting angry? And what's the difference between anger and passion? Or a lot of people will say, turn your anger into passion. And so I researched and found that that Oprah, of all people, she would talk about Maya Angelou. And Maya Angelou used to tell Oprah, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. And Oprah will assess people's actions and behaviors like she'll observe them and be very observant as well as self-aware and so when people talk about other people they'll talk about you and then interestingly i also found 43 percent of women not even they didn't even research men just women 43 percent of women feel their stress levels have increased in the past five years and that causes anger and irritability and, and so one of the interesting things that I found is I did my own, I like doing my own research and I'll often just ask like a hundred people something and just kind of get a tally on, on what people feel. And I did research with women and found that 90% of women only have one or two close friends. That's it. Hmm. And they found, Oprah and, and the other research said, that a big part of the stress, anger, and irritability is not having a support system. So I feel, for me, I mean, I'll give an example You know, of something vulnerable. And it, the, the hilarious part is you're always constantly learning. But a few years ago, I have two kids. Now they're almost seven and almost 13, two girls. A couple years ago, I found myself doing too much. My schedule was too packed. I wasn't being as conscious with giving myself some self-care time or free time. My schedule was crazy. And so I would get stressed and irritable and I would blow up and become impatient with my kids. And I'd get mad at them and, and yell at them for little things. And then that'd get them in a bad mood. And then I'd feel bad about myself. And finally, I realized this is not, I don't feel like the rest of the day I'd feel guilty I wouldn't feel good. I'd have this anger at myself and, and anger taken out on them. And so I consciously decided to shift it and change it. And and sometimes I have, you know, my my 12-year-old is turning 13, so she's got sometimes the teenage hormonal attitude. And this morning she was rushing and I was running late. She's getting mad at me and then I got mad at her. So you know what? It's still a work in progress. Always. <laughs> um, and it's like I'm. We, we try to do this thing in the car. Yeah, baby, yeah, and get all pumped up and I'm like being angry going uh, I don't know if I feel like doing yeah baby yeah and then I caught myself I put on some good music and and we got back into the sink and, and into the flow and everything but but I I agree I feel like I consciously work on having those soul sister friends and close friends to be around in case I need that 
that support or if I'm having a bad day. So, so yeah, what about you? What makes you angry, Eden? Well, when you talk about friends and having that support system, I think it's taken me my whole life to get to a place where I feel safe with people mm-hmm. and safe to be myself. Um, but I grew up with a lot of anger and I think there was fear underneath that. I had good reasons for it. Lots of uh, toxic things that went on in my household. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of healing has taken place since then. But what was really one of the hardest things for me was finding those friends that I could trust. Um, but there was, I, I went through a lot of different friendships that were toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they brought out a lot of anger in me, but it all came from the past. Mm-hmm a lot of stuff that I repressed. And I look at it now like I appreciate those experiences because I was able to learn from it. Mm-hmm. And, like a lesson. And yeah, learn the lesson. But it was also, to me, I see it as a mirror, like a reflection. I think that whatever we have on the inside, we, the, the world will f- reflect back at us. So if we're not paying attention to something, if we're just acting out in anger because you know, something that happened in the past, we take it out on someone who's in front of us in our present life, um, then, you know, it's going to show up in some way with a new person that comes up in your life. They're going to serve a purpose. There's always a purpose, even if it's a relationship that feels toxic. Mm -hmm. There's always something to learn from it. So I've, you know, evolved now, been able to be more without the ego and (laughs) the anger. So I'm able to see it for what it is and appreciate it. Well, and isn't it true? There's this, I don't know the exact saying, but the saying of you'll keep having the same thing repeat until you learn the lesson. Yes. And so maybe you keep having toxic friends until you learn yeah. what not to put up with. You right. know? And then for a long time, I was the martyr and I would act like the victim of them and, you know, ask instead of what am I doing to cause this to happen or mm. to to energetically attract these energies instead of that, which, which is what I do now. In the past, I would get mad and I would complain and and uh, woe is me and be the victim of them. And I can't believe they did this to me and that and mm-hmm. they did this to my kids. And <laughs> yeah, so it's it's just it's a learning. It's a process. Well, and that's a good example because some people carry around that type of it is a form of anger because we all know that person like it's funny years ago I was a teacher a a special ed teacher and I would go in the teacher's lounge and everyone would be carrying around bitterness, anger, Mm. resentment, um, negativity. And I soon learned, like, I don't want to hang out in the teacher's lounge <laughs> because <laughs> I would be coming to work going, hmm, what can I think of that's going wrong in my life that I can talk about with these people and be angry about? And I realized that wasn't serving me. But that's I think that's kind of the norm. It's almost like people get in this habit of being used to carrying around drama or negativity like that, like anger. Right. I don't think they realize it. Yeah, it's a habit yeah. in a lot of ways. Right. So um, I feel like it's it's a fascinating topic. And, you know, it's it's two different subjects in the friend thing is that like I think that having a support system and working on having a support system will also help you be happier and more peaceful but it will control being stressed out irritable and angry if you have that self-care time and that support system like for me that helps like just making sure I don't overbook my schedule you know go to fun things here and there do deep breathing go in nature you know yeah for me it's listening 
I've had to do a lot of work with, instead of ignoring or minimizing my feelings, I have to actually listen Mm-mm, to whatever's coming up for me, my inner truth, my, my voice. So then I feel more whole and I'm not taking it out on someone else that I, I'm not saying anymore, this person makes me feel bad. Because in truth, I don't think anyone really has control over how you feel, <laughs> we, but we tend to blame good point yeah right. that's a good point because it's like okay then why are you still there hanging out with them you right. know right <laughs> so within reason I know sometimes it's hard with family members or whatever oh, you know yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway we are excited to have um, a well-known guest that is really well versed in this topic <laughs> um, so a dear friend of mine Janae Noonan I think I've known her like 14 years now and we we actually used to be in a rock band together and we're on a bunch of tv shows and toured together and traveled together we've had a lot of unique experiences and actually used to rehearse in the same studio we're recording this podcast long ago so this is very serendipitous and unique that we still are are close and janae noonan is a uh, a uh, titled, I guess you'd say she'll explain, but she she's won a few world titles in MMA fighting, a female MMA fighter, and she's a badass for sure. We've seen her fight at, at big places and, and wow. And she does a lot of modeling. She also has her own publishing company and has four of her own number one best-selling books as well as published 14 number one best-selling books for various authors, which is just powerful. So if you look for her on Amazon, you'll find some of her books. She teaches women and children self-defense, does a bunch of other things that are exciting in the world, you know, modeling, podcasts, media, things like that. So she'll tell us more. But we're going to be doing a roundtable discussion, which is when we we have a real life conversation on anger, rage, you know, what's healthy and what's not with anger and rage and and how can we all learn from this? So welcome, Janae. Thanks for having me. So so what is it called? Give give me a better way to say your titles with with MMA. I have won a two-time World Games champion in uh, mixed martial arts or pancreation, which is a form of mixed martial arts. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) And she's very humble. So I wouldn't want to make her mad. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So, so what's your experience with, you know, you've been listening in on what we're talking about and especially, you know, it's interesting to know Janae because you probably would never think she does MMA fighting and can be so tough when you meet her. She's so, you know, how does she come across to you, Eden? Like she's so soft and sweet. sweet and very, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sweet. And you just seem kind. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Gentle. Thank you. <laughs> so what's the, you know, how do you... How do you be each way in your life? You know, on the topic of anger, I think that's kind of helped me to be each way. I literally get punched in the face on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first time getting punched in the face. I looked at the looked at the girl. I was like, this chick just punched me full of rage and anger. Well, hello, we're in a cage. She's supposed to. <laughs> and what I learned through the years of fighting was learning, learning that anger meant something needs to change. Or learning that I need to go a different direction or I need to stop and observe what I'm doing. And I learned in the cage that if my anger took over, I would be fighting from a place of anger instead of a place from good consciousness or in my own power. And uh, my first book is about taking these concepts from life and moving it into uh, concepts from fighting, moving into life. But on the topic of anger, I learned that 
if I'm angry and I react right away with something, the situation's going to get worse or it's not going to turn out the way I wanted it to turn out. So, okay, I'm angry. It means something needs to change. What needs to change? How do I need to change this? How do I communicate effectively and constructively to the next person or whoever's causing this anger or like it's not causing, but I'm feeling anger towards a situation. How do I change it or fix it? So there's no more anger. There's no more hurt. There's no more pain. Um, and constructively move forward. Um, I do believe listening to it, like I'm angry for a reason. Why am I angry? And then it also gives you better understanding of yourself. Like, why am I feeling this way? What is happening? What is the trigger? What is, what is making me feel angry and learning about myself and help heal that so that doesn't happen in the future. But then also I don't want to destroy the person who (laughs) just hurt me. Like I, like I I use example in the book of, um, you're married. I am not. But if you're married and you're upset or angry that the person you're married to said he would do something and he didn't, well, if you react out of anger and calling him names and, and, and just letting the anger take over, well, now let's say it was the dishes. The dishes aren't going to get done and he's going to sleep on the couch for the next two weeks. But if you're like, Hey, um, I, I was, are you going, are you going to get the dishes done? Like you said you would and, or whatever, like finding a constructive way of talking about it. Um, then there's not the whole like two weeks of not talking. It, it's not disrupt. It's not disrupt destructive. There we go. Yeah. yeah it's- well, and I think most people just validate it and go and be the martyr and go like, like Eden, you were saying you did a long time ago. It's just kind of going, well, it's their fault and I have a right to be angry, you know? Right. And, and you instead de- of tuning in. Yes. And you get defensive mm-hmm. and, I think it's better if you can have a healthier communication in the now, right in the moment. You just explain, this is how what you just did made me feel, something like that. The other person might be defensive, but it, you know, hopefully a healthier communication, someone who's healthier with it, they won't. They'll just listen. But you have to be, I guess, not have that expectation on someone else that they're going to react any anyway but you have to kind of show them when you the way you speak or the way you communicate is how I want to be communicated to also so but you have to do it from a healthy place yeah you definitely teach people how to treat you 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 teach them it's okay to treat me this way it's not okay to treat me this way I am not good at communicating in the moment I will punch you (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) I am not that bad bad joke but I do need to take I need to take maybe like two minutes, three minutes. If I feel that little anger boiling up inside of me, like give me a second to process it. Um, If I react out of that anger, it might not be the best situation Mm -hmm. for anybody. And no, I won't punch you. Um, (laughs) But I... I, you guys mentioned how I, I, I appear nice. I want to come out of place from love. And that's like who I am. and, And my soul is to love. And having a conversation, a constructive conversation is me offering that love. Yes, you just made me angry, but helping you understand me is a form of love. Me being kind to you is a form of love. So how do we, yes, I'm angry and I'm hurt and I'm upset and all of this happens, but how do we grow? Um, how do we, how do we still love each other? Um, you know, we talked about friends and family and, and we don't, we, we only have two or three of our close friends. Like you just mentioned, like, I don't want to lose one of them because my anger, my, you know, took over. So, um, I just, yeah, taking that moment to, I think also empathy, like try, even if the person really did validate, like really piss you off for real, you know, sometimes we really, they did something terrible, but to go, okay, who are they? Where are they coming from? And a lot of times I'll literally go, are they coming from good or evil? 
And almost never it's evil. You know, it's, it's usually a miscommunication or I'm in a bad mood or whatever. So I think that helps too. Like, I love that you guys are, are reminding me <laughs> and everyone else like to, to tune into yourself. Like, why is this making me upset? Where is this coming from? And asking, is that person coming from good or evil? Or maybe they're just not a fit in your life anymore. And mm-hmm. that's okay too. You know, that you don't align anymore with it's who you are. It's also good to have compassion for the person to be able to kind of look past where what they're saying, their triggers, and ask yourself, what happened to them as a child? Mm-hmm. Who actually hurt them? I know I didn't, but they might be taking it out on me. What's the reason? And you're able to say, hey, yeah, he's just operating from his little boy self that was hurt by his mother and you know, understand them better. I think it, that's really important too, but coming out of an abusive relationship, like five or six years ago where I had that compassion, that almost got me killed. Like, oh no, <laughs> having like, yeah, he was abused and having that compassion, but also having the boundaries for yourself. Like yes. you can have a horrible childhood and I'm really sorry. And I have love for you and compassion for you, but you are not going to disrespect me. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, having that boundary of you're not going to disrespect me is not anger. It's not fear. It's this is my boundary. I'm a human being. I deserve respect. I deserve love. And I'm sorry that your mom beat you as a child. I'm sorry, whatever the abuse was like, I can have compassion for five minutes, but if you're continuing this bad behavior, I'm going to exit. I can still love you. And Mm -hmm. like you said, you grew, like I can still have compassion from you over there. Like, yeah. stay over there. Do but- you feel like you were trying to fix him? Because, like, I, I had an abusive relationship when I was younger. And, and I look now going, what was I doing? But I realized I was trying to fix him, which isn't possible when someone doesn't want to be fixed. I think I think I was trying to love him. Like, I had the compassion and I saw, like, okay, his mother abused him and his mother abandon him and and do I want to be another human being that does that to him and I realize it wasn't my place like I can love you and I can show you what it is to be loved but I still deserve to be respected and if you want to come along and you're like you know what I am doing this and I want to grow and I want to evolve and I want to love you authentically but he was coming from fear and he was coming from the anger and I like I was the punching bag for his fear and anger he would be mad at his mom and then turn around and verbally beat me up like Mm -hmm. so you have to have a lot of self-worth and love to walk away from that Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you realize. Well, and it probably, you know, you're much wiser and help others because of it. Yeah, um, I personally know some clients right now going through that and they're they're in that limbo of like, can I fix him? Can I stay? Should I be putting up with this or should I go? And sometimes it gets so much anger and rage mm-hmm. with someone. It becomes unsafe and you have to get out, you know, Yeah, and you end up loving yourself even more. Uh, do you feel like guys, you know, when you're dating, do they get intimidated that you've been a fighter? (laughs) Um, yeah, I do actually. I, I hate and the date's over the, if it's a first date and they're like, if there's a robber and the guy broke in, would you go defend us or would I go? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, first of all, let's both exit the house. Like, let's like, why is that even a discussion? Um, I like being a lady. Uh, Cause I am, I'm a girl, I'm a strong, powerful woman, but I'm not going to go for fight a robber. Like, <laughs> why is that even a discussion? Or I'll hear like, do you think you can take me in a fight? Wow. Why, why is it even a, a question? Like a probably, but B no, like why, why are we talking about this? So like, if we were to fight, who would win? It's a turn on. I guess <laughs> it, it is. I don't know. Like I, I like masculinity. And I like a guy who like owns his masculinity. Like the last guy that I was talking to, like he's a manly man. 
Um, and there was never a discussion of who the man was in the relationship. I don't want to wear the pants. I like my cute little sundresses. <laughs> like, I mean, I can wear the pants. It's not a problem, but I, I like the manly man. And so I do find some guys are like, well, you fight for a living and you can just see like their little egos like puff up or like shrink. And it's just like, oh, poor guy. But wow, <laughs> totally. So, yeah, it's interesting how you have that like because I think that there's a stereotype of like MMA fighters being angry all the time, which I guess maybe the guys are more. But you you're refreshing in that you have worked on yourself. And but that's a role you play. You know, what's funny is in like in the amateur fields. Yeah, I see the rage in the, in the people. The more you fight, the more calm you become, mm-hmm. the more like a lot of like the the top fighters I've met are the most like peaceful and calm. It's like we don't go to bars and get angry at someone like talking to our friends because we fight for a living. So why are we going to go to it's like, are you serious? Like, I don't want to get in a fight. I don't want to. I'm not going to get angry because you're talking to my friend. I'm going to actually leave. Um, I think because we're such in the fighters, we're dealing with not necessarily anger, but just just that raw, rough and tough primal fighting thing. It's like really hard to get us angry. People mm. are like, like, oh, like, um, I'll make you mad or don't make her mad. I'm like, that's why I said earlier, like, don't make her mad. I was like, good luck. Like, <laughs> it's hard. Like, I don't want to be mad. I don't want to be angry. I'm going to be calm and centered. And yeah, yeah, it's hard to differentiate though between the two because I think with the wrestling there is like a stereotypical yeah. role that you have to play I think um so you mentioned something about passion earlier is I had a boyfriend break up with me because I never yelled at him and he was like <laughs> there was just no passion and I was like oh no 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 there was passion there was no anger there were there was no yeah. like extreme like I never yelled I was like I don't like this and I would always constructively communicate with him and he was like there was just like lack of passion because we never fought oh my gosh no like there's a difference darling like passion is not fighting like there's that was his distortion yeah there was so much more you can be passionate about like i thought we had some passion but (laughs) (laughs) okay well where's your love life now are you looking for someone you're looking to get married uh i would love to be married um i'm at that age now but um my love life is freaking complicated (laughs) um I, yeah, I would love to get married. Um, there's a person in my life who is complicated. Um, and yeah, it's just complicated. We'll just end it at that. But I am <laughs> I, open to it. The door is open for romance and love. I'm not closed off for it. Um, I'm just, I'm not like starving. I'm not hungry. I'm not like date Desperate. me, date me, date me. Yeah. It's just like, it's the door is open. I would love to go that direction in my life. I mean, like Kim says, I've done so much except for that. Mm. Yeah. And, um, well, sometimes when you least expect it or want it, that's when it comes. Yeah. Well, I definitely you know? least expect it right now. <laughs> like, that's I'm good. definitely there. Yeah. That's good. That's when it's attracted. Well, would you let me do a intuitive card reading sure. about your love life? <laughs> uh, there's a, I think I told you this before, but there's a client, a, a person I know that, um, there's been a few, but recently it made me so happy. This woman that I've known for years, she would come to me year after year with card readings about her love life and my intuitive readings. And she liked this guy that was taken. And he eventually started saying, well, I'm not really happy with my the girl I'm with. And they were taking classes together. And she's like, I don't know. I think I should give up on him. And every time the cards would be like, you guys are going to get married. You're meant to be. So she would stay. And so she recently texted me wedding photos. And I they ended it. up like 
getting, you know, dating, getting engaged, and now they're happily married. So it made me feel excited that she stuck with it because the card readings told her to. So you've been right about my my love life in the past. So (laughs) go ahead and do it again. Okay, so I am going to read, I'm just going to pull two cards. So the way I do it is I, I shuffle a deck of cards. And this happens to be the Romance Angels cards. So that's about your love life. And this is for Janae, and she's agreed to be vulnerable and let you all hear what her love life reading is. And often when I'm doing a reading, then I get insights or intuition, sometimes names or dates. So we'll see what comes in. And um, I'm tuning in and shuffling, and Janae, you can too, that this is this reading is just for Janae, her love life, just in case no other energies in the room get into the, the reading, which happens sometimes. And we're just going to pick two. Ooh, okay. That's funny. Wow, okay. Oh. So interestingly, she got very soon and honeymoon, but the very soon card is upside down. So what that means is that... facing me. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Okay, other way around. Ooh, I'm glad you pointed that out. Okay, so very soon is, is a yes, and honeymoon is later. Which actually makes more sense, thank God, right? (laughs) Um, It says you need to get more clear and specific about what exactly you want and what you don't want, like putting in an order at a restaurant. Um, It says you need to be more perfectly straightforward about what you desire. You drew this card because it's time for you to get clear and honest and formulate requests with faith and optimism and trust your feelings about what's best for you. Have you done this Um, in a while? Well, okay, so generally, like, putting the request into the universe uh, constantly, uh, more specifically to a specific person, I'm actually learning to be more vulnerable and just be like, this is why this hurts, this is what I need. Mm -hmm. Um, So, kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, and then the other one, I think Eden might be getting a a message for you. I don't know. She's saying, (laughs) but uh, sometimes she'll just suddenly get messages writing coming in. Um, But it says that... Oh, okay. No, you know what? This does not mean literally a honeymoon. Okay, wait, I'm getting... Oh, okay. Do you have any plans to go anywhere in August? Yes. Where? Um, well, Wyoming's always in August. Okay. And then, and then the, the pen and napkin um, gala is in August. Um, and then I'm like, August just seems to be like a... Well, Wyoming, but then like just available, like an openness. Okay. Okay, well, I'm getting somewhere. This card means, it doesn't necessarily mean honeymoon, like you're going to marry and go on honeymoon, but it says you're going to meet someone on vacation. Hmm. Um, And so it says you will meet someone special while on vacation. This is sort of a honeymoon period of a new spark and a new relationship, a bliss time. Um, That means it could continue, of course, but it's just the beginning. Um, So it'll be someone new, and it's, um, I'm getting August 24th or later. So... August okay because yeah. Wyoming is the beginning of August but the end of August we'll I'll just go on a new place look, yeah don't look for it just <laughs> yeah. be open to it so Eden are you getting anything for her not too much but I keep getting names oh um maybe not those out loud yeah okay <laughs> you don't want me we'll to share say the them names out loud later. yeah maybe we'll okay. share names later that's okay cute. <laughs> okay then I won't say anything but the one thing um the one thing that's not a name um, they're saying there's something around shame that you need to release. Mm. That's it's from an eight year old self. Oh, so you know what's interesting is that um, I'll connect you. We know somebody who um, Missy Fowler, right? 
Mm, she does yeah. the emotion code and you can do it over the phone and she can help you figure out what that emotion is, what age it's from and release it in one hour. And so we just gave her a little plug, but um, it, it's very powerful. <laughs> yeah. So I'll connect you with her. I'm like yeah. eight. That's like, think about second or third grade. It can yeah. be the craziest little thing, but it something could be traumatic. You. Yeah. yeah. Something traumatic that could have happened when you were eight. So anyway, well, Janae, we loved having you here. Thanks for and having me. <laughs> gosh, I think sometimes these episodes need to be like an hour and a half because same thing when Kiko is here. We're like, oh, my gosh, we have like so many more things we want to ask. But same thing with you. But thank you. And um, can you tell everyone how to find you, your books, whatever you have going on? Everything is Janae Noonan. So uh, J-E-N-A-E-N-O-O-N-A-N. So Instagram, Janae Noonan. If you type that into Amazon, my books are there. Um, if Facebook Anyway, just my name. And she my publishes website. books. So if you need your book published, then she's great at that. She did a book for my dad and I. Yeah, uh, that's Victory Book Publishing. But you can find victorybookpublishing.com or contact me and I can hand you off to my staff that picks books now. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so thank much. You. And yeah, um, thank, you, thank you, everyone, for listening. And please be sure we'll, you, we'll be posting pictures of this, this episode and other episodes on our page. Look up Talk, Purpose, and Truth on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.